This is the Blue Man Group. This is the Blue Man Group. This is the Blue Man Group. Hi everybody, my name is Ron Ecstasy, and this is Blue Men Group. Today, as always, I'm with Devin Welsh and John Beedron. What's up? Yo. Hi, 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 hi. Okay, well, um, here we are. It's uh, 5.30 in the morning and we're recording for you, your ears. Everyone's got a cup of coffee. Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Let's start with our first segment, Compliments. So this uh, compliment section is brought to you by Robbie Abiobi in New Zealand. Uh, um, compliments today. I think I'm just going to keep it simple. Devin, the laugh. Love it. Keep it coming. John. Go ahead. Uh, your energy. Hit me with your best shot. <laughs> your energy. We, we, what do we, uh-huh. we have to, do, we may have to like re- rethink the uh, compliment section later on. Yeah, we need maybe. to retool it, I think. Yeah, maybe we should get into criticism section. Ooh. Ooh. Um, I love that. Terrible idea. idea. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, for now, uh, just both of you, you both got good beards going. I don't have a beard, but you guys nope. are both bearded and looking very good. That's very true. Uh, Devin, you're looking extra smooth lately. Thank mm. you. Yes. Yeah. Very sleek. Very, you know, uh, aerodynamic. It, uh, takes, it takes both. It does. You need a little sweet with a little sour. Yeah. Ron, you have glasses on. Yep. Mm. And uh, I know that you are paying attention because you can see. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, uh, just letting you guys know I'm getting my hair cut tomorrow. Nice. Um, nice. So. What are you going to get? Pompadour? Yeah, thinking of that, maybe get a perm again. Uh, I like sitting under the little perm machine and reading uh, Chatelaine magazine. Um, you know, learning about new new uh, apple cobblers, that kind of stuff, fritters, peach fritter. Uh, um, Household you know, just, uses for vinegar. Yep. Uh, learning about new electric appliances. Okay, anyway, let's get into... Thanks, guys. Thanks for those compliments. That was nice. But let's get into our favorite new segment. Wait, it's not new. I mean, our favorite. It's not even our favorite segment. Let's yeah. get into the segment This Week this in history. history. April 8th, 2005. At the Vatican, world leaders joined pilgrims and Roman Catholic clergy in St. Peter's Square for the funeral of Pope John Paul II. Mm. Wait, yeah. What mm. year was that? Pilgrims. Two thousand five. Have they yeah, really the... had pilgrims? Has yes. the church really had pilgrimages or is it just tourists? The pilgrims were there. Yeah. <laughs> I Pilgrim, yeah. Pilgrimage is a form of tourism, but what I'm wondering is where were all these people when this guy was alive? There we Very go. Very good point. The place there is all these, uh, all these townies out from you know visiting because the guy died finally. Yeah, yeah they, they wait until he's not breathing anymore to finally show up and say, hey, we care about this guy. Right. Yeah. So John Pope John Paul II, uh, Poland's first pope. Um, what else? What else is there to say about the guy? <laughs> was he the Nazi one? Was he uh, the no, that was uh, Cardinal Ratzinger, also known mm. as Pope Benedict. Mm-hmm. Ask me any AMA about popes, apparently. <laughs> um, so JP2. He's, I don't know. People loved him. He was very popular for some reason. I think because he was from Poland, maybe. Yeah. yeah, the Poles were really, it was It was nice to the church, you know, threw them a bone. And, yeah. And he, by, giving, did, by getting a Poland. Didn't he sort of take quite a strong position in the, uh, the sort of Cold War uh, period as well? Yes. Yeah, like he point. was the point. Solidarnosc Pope. He's a uh, political asset. Exactly. Right. He flexed yep. the Vatican's political muscle. The anti pope. Because they can't. Flex the Vatican's political muscle. Yeah. Yes. That, that's, uh, I mean, okay. So, in terms of my favorite popes, uh, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> he's, number, he's number seven. Here we go. The countdown. 
Let's no, be I, honest. We, I, I, I brought this up when we were trying to figure out what to cover for this week in history. We decided on this one because of the music at the beginning. That's true. It's cool music. It, it is. is cool. And that's kind of the only reason we did it. Um, yeah. I don't know shit about the Vatican. I know that you have, it's like a tiny little country. It's, uh, I think a lot of like smoke and mirrors happening. I think. Absolutely. Lots of <laughs> um, intrigue and, and cloak and dagger type stuff. Yeah. Mm. A lot of whispering. It, it's very weird. <laughs> Men with hoods on. Yeah. yeah. Gossiping. Nobody's yeah. <laughs> getting, nobody's getting laid. It's no. like a complete like. Well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, like, it's, it's, uh, what's the nightlife in the Vatican like? Yeah. Is there, well, like, it's Italian. Yeah, it's like, yeah, Euro, like, discotheque. Yes, yeah, a different kind of smoke and mirrors. Yeah. But then, but then you go into the Vatican nightclub, right? And it's, it's playing like music like we just heard in the, uh, in yeah. the thing, like choral. It's like a DJ playing choral music. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm be pretty cool everybody's in robes having wine jesus blood um <laughs> yeah it's a weird situation over Sounds there like an interesting scene do you think uh john paul ii he died do you think he went to heaven you know what yeah, probably i have to think out of anyone in the world he probably did i don't he believe in it had to I don't think heaven exists for anyone else except the guy who spent his whole life like convinced, like yeah. so convinced that it's there. He's he's the mayor of heaven. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's wrap it up. That's that's a good. Oh, you, we, I don't we, want to talk about him anymore. Okay. No, I'm I'm, I'm good on JP too. Well, imagine it, he goes to non-Catholic heaven and uh -oh. he's like filed oh low. yeah yeah he goes yeah exactly he shows up and it's like hey you Salt had Lake the City. wrong thing but close it's yeah it's anglican he's like are you serious <laughs> yeah. he's like i was this close i was so <laughs> like, close it's like sorry bud he's like we kind of like you but not really yeah. all right so that was pope john paul ii you know what rest in peace my my young soul yeah uh <laughs> young young soldier yeah. <laughs> young at heart <laughs> carry on young soldier is how we'll send him off and now he's flying away there he goes wave wave goodbye bye bye <laughs> bye okay uh let's get into what's in the news What is in the news? Well, John, I'm glad you asked. We have an absolutely bonkers news situation. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We're we're angry today. That's another thing that we wanted to Yeah, we're ticked mention. off today. Yeah, we're ticked yeah. off. And so our attitude today, I think, is gonna go in a more critical direction. We're just kind of perplexed, yeah. confused. We've had enough of it. Whatever's yeah. going on, it's just we don't we're done. Ah, too much, we say. Yeah. It's because we've been hanging out on the CNN.com website, and this is what we found. Headline, woman with the world's longest nails cuts them after nearly 30 years. Come on. Yeah. So what's going on here? How Why? Long Come uh, on, enough. <laughs> how long were they? Nearly 30 years long. Yeah. Uh, okay. So 19 feet, 19 feet long. Uh, uh, she broke the Guinness Book of World Records in 2017. Ayana Williams of Houston uh, took her more than two bottles of nail polish and 20 hours to do her manicure at the time. Oh, my God. Oh, oh and then that was when she broke the record, and then they got even longer. Oh, wow. From Final 2017 measurement. to recently yeah 24 feet and a little and like a fraction of an inch oh my god okay so uh that Why? yeah until is... now williams was unable to do some activities such as washing the dishes and putting sheets on a bed she said her new goal is to encourage the next history making nail enthusiast to go for a guinness world records title so is this about shirking household duties it's it about seems... quitting the dream yeah, it, it yeah. seems as though like uh, I it, it okay Guinness Book. I am starting to uh, have some issues with Guinness Book <laughs> yeah. because yeah, when I was a kid, it meant something to be in the Guinness Book of World Records. Right. Okay, 
Why did it mean something? Because that book was available in, in the book sales. In the book section of the classroom. And it's the one that I always, <laughs> yeah, it's the one that I always wanted to read. Yeah. yeah. But now it's making people go psycho. Okay. So <laughs> it's pushing people. It's pushing people to have 24 foot long nails. Now, what is going on? Okay. So um, it says that the, the, this woman couldn't do certain things. And I'm yeah. looking at her hands and the nails go like curve towards her like knees and lower. Yeah. yeah. And I'm trying to imagine what she could do. I know. It's, it, it seems, seems very little. So debilitating. Like, I feel like that debilitation has uh, to factor into the psychology of it to some degree. Uh, yeah. Also, I'm seeing photos of the nails and I don't see 24 feet of nails. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. It's true. Yeah. Maybe you should like trim to them for these photos or I don't know. Three feet long or something? Like, yeah, oh, it's, it's interesting. It's but really there's gross. So gross. Oh, maybe yeah, it's total it length like... of nail. Total length of nail. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. So anyway. Oh, I don't know. That looks pretty damn long there. Yeah, that's long. Enough. They had to use a. So, you know, you can imagine that they didn't have those like, like, uh, like regular nail clippers because you wouldn't yeah. be able to feed a Dremel. The nail they had to use the a through. Dremel. They used a bone saw. <laughs> yeah, Dremel. Yeah. Uh, let me say Dremel three more times. Yeah, please, please John, ahead. acknowledge me. I'm trying. I'm trying to tell you what that <laughs> machine is called. Uh, now, I just want to. Uh, I'm on the Guinness Book of World Records terrible website, and uh, the one good thing about their website is that they have a comment section. Nice. Mm -hmm. Now, Eric Tovin. The top comment, seven, sorry, one day ago, seven upvotes, says, those aren't the world's longest nails, and she never had the record. There was a Middle Whoa. Eastern man with nails nearly more than three times that long in the official record. <laughs> now, Missy Don Crooker follows up with, it was, the one, it was the woman's record, not the men's. Read the whole story. Oh, wow. Okay. She got 94 likes on that comment. Yeah, that was a big comment. Um, so rock to the Guinness World Records community, but yeah, this this story is just like okay. So she won in 2017. She cut her nails, not holding the record anymore. I don't understand. Was that oh. what is the news story here? Wait, wait, no. But then the news story also says the record for the longest fingernails ever on a pair of female hands still belongs to Lee Redmond, who started to grow them in 1979. They reached a length of 28 feet, but Redmond lost them in an automobile accident in 2009, according to Guinness World Records. <laughs> what? He was driving, and that's one of the other things you can't do with long nails. So is drive a car. So this person doesn't even have the record for longest fingernails ever on a pair of female hands. Right. Um, okay. And they they, really they put that at the they they put that at the very end of the article. So it's not the the headline is completely fake. It's yeah, women yeah. with the it's yeah, completely incorrect. Okay. Well, uh, great. Well, my God. Yeah. Makes me even more upset to be I'm honest. Really I know. Uh, yeah. I'm ticked off. I'm really po'd. Yeah. Yeah. Grow my nails in 1979. <laughs> They were probably an inch and three quarters when I decided wow. to stop filing them. So this is and, Lee Redman. Um, mm -hmm. This is Lee Redman, the, the actual world record holder. Yeah. I just kind of a challenge to myself to see how far they would go before they started twisting out of shape. And Ooh. I couldn't cut them. So they just kept growing and growing. And I kept setting dates and dates that I was going to do it. And then... I started getting all of this. You could uh, hear the clacking of them. Like, I know. They're like claws. And, <laughs> and then it's strange how they become part of you. Oh, wow. Right. I, I encourage everyone to look up sort of record breaking nail length because it's a very strange thing to see, especially video of it. Someone using their hands. And it yeah. seems to change the way in which her hands work. It, yeah. Seem, yeah. it seems like the weight of the nails have kind of changed the positioning of her fingers. And it seems it like she's seem in a way. very awkward finger positioning. It looks like it hurts. It almost looks like a, a, like arthritis. Uh, it does look a little arthritic, yeah. Yeah. Um, very, very, very weird. Yeah, if you should go take a look at this uh, video. Also, um, she has a double wedding ring band on mm -hmm. her, on her, you know, on mm -hmm. her left hand. How did and, and I'm assuming they had to slide it on 
her nails. Yeah, down the nail. Down oh the God. nail all the way through. <laughs> also, uh, okay. so yeah, look up this this interview. It's called Exclusive Interview with Lee Redmond. And then look, so she's sitting on her couch. If you look over her right shoulder, her left shoulder, our right mm-hmm. shoulder, there seems to be a very like fancy painting mm-hmm. of her uh, showing off her nails, yeah, which yeah. looks kind of cool. Very you eccentric know. woman overall. I think her her whole decor in her home is very eccentric, very interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm, uh, I, I kind of want to maybe reach out to Lee and talk about this. Cause I want to know if her fingers are okay. Um, okay. So le- that, that is, that is weird. Uh, we've been lied to by CNN. We didn't even, we walked right into that. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, it, I, I think I pieced it together. She had the longest nails at the time because Lee lost hers. Oh, now right. neither woman That's has right. the longest nails in the world. Okay, I see. Yes. And yes, uh, thank what do we we have a pull quote here from Williams? With or without my nails, I will still be the queen. True. Yeah. Agreed. My nails don't make me. I make my nails. Yeah. Um, I agree. Williams said she plans to grow only grow her nails about six inches. That's um, that's moderate, reasonable, yeah. <laughs> conservative <laughs> yeah. six inches. Yeah. yeah. She was having a difficult time driving, making phone calls, cooking, you know, making her bed. Yeah, the uh, bed. So we're ma- going to go down to six inches where everything is, you know, easy, way easier. Much more doable. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's let's move on here. So I'm seeing this in my kind of frazzled, agitated state as kind of, you know, it's something's not right. You're growing your nails out like that. And here's another story where something's not quite right. Um this is a story from the AP uh, with the headline, a paper cowboy rides out his quarantine in Australian hotel. What? Ugh. And so this is kind of one of those oddities, uh, news stories um, that I think made the rounds because people took it to be a fun kind of happy story of this yeah. guy who by day three of being confined to his Australian hotel room for quarantine, David Marriott was getting bored. He then proceeded to essentially use brown paper bags to create a full cowboy outfit as well as create a full horse made out of paper. Um, and then he uh, sort of completed his look as a paper cowboy. Yeah. There's something very upsetting about all of these photos. This I looks don't like- get it. This yeah, I don't know how a paper horse. That I don't. It it's so detailed that it's a really well done horse, mm-hmm. and it's Ron's bothering me. It's bothering me how good it is because there's nothing in my head, in my peculiar, crazy head, that would tell me by looking at a bunch of paper, being like, I'm going to make an animal out of it, and it's going to look real. Yeah, and so you also see in some of the pictures that are included in the story. Uh, so. He, they're all taking place in a small hotel room. Yeah. And there are all of these plastic bottles stacked up by the team. Yeah. As yeah. well as a huge tower of takeout containers stacked up. So he's kind of, uh, you know, living in this increasingly neurotic um, space. Yeah. This feels like there's probably like, yeah, there's water bottles there's like, collected and stacked everywhere incredible amount of bottles i imagine that there's just like also like a pile of dead flies and like maybe his fingernails in another yeah. corner of the room and he's like starting to scrawl messages on the wall this seems like the activities of like a sick man there's yeah. almost 20 plastic bottles and, and there's over seven a week's worth of uh takeout containers and then in his uh, in later photos he moves beyond his kind of paper cowboy outfit to then what appears to be he strapped himself into a chair with the cellophane and saran wrap, mm-hmm. uh, with saran wrap rather, and uh, and he's 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 sort of a turned one of the pieces of of saran wrap into a whip to whip the back of the horse, as if he's um, in some kind of chariot, yeah, some sort of Ben Hur esque, yeah. yeah. So I have to also uh, point out now. Call me a bit paranoid here, but. There's some like uh, neuro-linguistic programming going on in this here article. Mm-hmm. What we have here is a viral uh, viral article, right? Mm-hmm. I, I was sent this this morning by, by somebody, you know, like yeah. outside before we even put it into this, this thing. This is a viral, this is a very viral article. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
He is staying at a hotel. He's doing fun things at a hotel during a very bad time. Quarantine. This guy has to be in a hotel for like two weeks, probably. Okay. Yeah. His name is David Marriott. Mm. Oh my! And what's now, his job? Uh, I don't I, even. I believe remember. it says he's an art director for TV commercials. Mm. Mm. So he's in marketing. Yes. Interesting. Um, and his name is Marriott. Mm -hmm. um, and, and he's, he's having fun at a hotel. Yeah. Okay. And he makes, he may, he spent, he, do you know what he's doing? He's spending his time correctly. You know, he's actually putting things into the world. They're telling us. Um, yeah. So I don't like this one bit. Uh, no. I'm, this is a spawn. This is spon me. sponsored content by Marriott. JW yeah. Marriott Hotels. I imagine the Marriott Hotel chain is probably the largest hotel chain in the world. I don't know, but uh, we'll look that up and confirm. Yeah, yeah. our producer I, I, will be will I, um, allow, give us a note on that one. Oh, look at this: the ten oh, biggest is. hotel chains. Number one, Marriott, twenty-two billion dollars a year. Okay. Number two, Hilton, nine billion. So wow. Marriott has shoulders, yeah. The cash um, so, to spend yeah. on paper. I know takeout supplies. It seems so unimprobable that this guy was able to successfully build this horse out of paper bags. It's it's a very improbable situation. Um, There's I just think... something flimsy about this story where it's like it feels fake. He seems to have like ulterior motives. There's this sort of like, can you believe it? And it's like not that impressive or. There's just something very like creepy and, and fake about this story. Yeah. I Even agree. if it's like not SpawnCon. The conspicuous yeah. stacks of uh, takeout containers. Yeah. You really, listener, you really have to see this. Um, I'm tempted to just post all these links in the Discord right now, but uh, I don't yeah. want to ruin it well, before we get there. But um, it, it's, it's, it's not good. I, I, I don't like it one bit. This man's clearly losing his mind. Somebody needs to make sure that uh, he's got some sort of access to <clears throat> therapy or something because they're going to go into that hotel room at the end of quarantine and there's going to be like gunshots in the walls and like... <laughs> yeah, gonna, I know. He's going to yeah, like he, unload his six-shooter. He thinks he's a cowboy. He, yeah. he's, a, he's a cowboy with nowhere to roam. He, he's, uh, <laughs> he's been fenced in. Yeah, yeah, you can't do that to a cowboy. Uh, so what we're anyway. seeing is, you know, people just a couple of cases of people that seem to have just gone completely crazy yeah, and or are trying to pitch us on uh, a hotel brand. <laughs> yes, it, it feels as though reality, reality is currently just being bent into weird things. And maybe like we don't even understand reality <laughs> itself just because mm -hmm. of this kind of stuff. Yeah. But that leads us to our next article uh, headline. Strong evidence found for a new force of nature. Uh, and these are called muons, apparently. All right. Come on. More like, like move on. Yeah. I'm not yeah. interested. Um, so this is, listen, put your uh, science hat on. Yeah. If you, if you have one. <laughs> um, and, yeah. just, and just try to figure this out with me here. Um, yeah. Yeah. These things called muons mm -hmm. or something from sticking a magnet on a fridge door to throwing a ball into a basketball hoop. The forces of physics are at play in every moment of our lives. That's like to get us thinking about physics, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, all of the forces we experience every day can be reduced to just four categories. Does anybody know them? I don't gravity, know. electromagnetism, and the and the strong force and the weak force. I was going to say hot, cold, and lukewarm. Uh, you were you were close. So the, now we're getting to the what this actually means. I think now physicists say they have found possible signs of a fifth fundamental force of nature. Can I make a guess? Yes. Is it um, agnostic humanism? Uh, <laughs> yeah. the secret fifth force influencing the world um uh it, uh, incorrect the, it's actually Damn. um dave marriott <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he's the uh, secret fifth force of nature it's cowboy and, magic and he's in a hotel <laughs> yeah paper um, cowboys are pulling the strings of our reality here folks 
Yeah. So there's some reason. Oh, the, the Fermi lab, right? The uh, Fermi lab in Illinois is where they were doing this research. Uh, findings come uh, at the laboratory near Chicago. Four fundamental forces govern how all objects and particles in the universe interact with each other. Okay. We get that. But uh, then they some, explain what gravity is moving on. Yeah. The results from the Muon G2 experiment don't add up to to a conclusive discovery yet. Oh, yeah. okay. Someone to rushed know. to the presses to with this story before it was fully developed. Clearly, yeah, I think the yeah, it's sort of like the evidence that they have is something went wrong in their experiments that they can't explain, and so right. maybe it's muons. So we should keep an eye on it, I guess. Professor Ben Alanak from Cambridge University, who is not involved with the latest effort, said, "My spidey sense is tingling and telling what? me that this is going to be real." I've okay. been looking all my career for forces and particles beyond what we know already, and this is it. This is the moment that I've been waiting for, and I'm not getting a lot of sleep because I'm too excited. <laughs> I, I hate the fact that a prof like a science professor who probably understands the world in, in such like incredibly intricate ways, Nuanced yeah. ways says, like, my spidey sense is tingling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's a big he's a big fan of Spider-Man and his proposal is that we name the fifth force Spidey Sense. Spidey yeah. Sense. And or this is SpawnCon for the next like Marvel movie. Yeah, yeah. we've been we've been trying to figure out what Spidey Sense actually yeah. is. And Breaking news, Thanos is real. It's yeah, the exactly. discovered. <laughs> it's the yeah. fifth force. Yeah, um, this fifth force poses a, a clear and existential threat to the fate of humanity. We need a hero to save us. <laughs> Perhaps a league of, of avenging fellows. Perhaps yeah. we can make four or five billion dollar uh, movies about them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the, the, I've, some essentially scientists are doing a lot of stuff like when we're story... not watching. Yeah, I feel like this story breaks every year where they're like, there's a new force and we don't know what it is yet, but we yeah. just found out that there's another one. Yeah, something's, a, something's up, everybody. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So we're, we're looking into it. Yeah, so this came from <laughs> BBC.com and then there's a photo of the galaxy in the article with the uh, caption, there are many puzzles about the universe that we can't currently explain. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, Thank you very much. That's, uh, I appreciate that. That's sort of like a Guinness World Records like book, like pictograph. Like that's the level of like insight and like diagram yeah. that you'd expect. Or it's just it's, like, it's or like Nickelodeon magazine, just a picture of a Milky Way, and it's like science is it's very like, deep. We're still figuring science it out. Very mysterious. <laughs> but it's one of those. It's a statement that I can. One of the maybe rare statements that I can wholeheartedly agree with. Yeah. Absolutely. There are many uh, part of, uh, puzzles about the universe that we can't currently explain. Period. That's the truest I, sentence in the entire article. Yeah, yes. I agree. Um, and then there's quite, a bunch of mumbo jumbo, Muon G2 experiment, blah, blah, blah. They're talking about the experiments yeah. and um, yeah. Something about, yeah. Something about God, something, something, something. Anyway. Yeah, so, so there, there's um, a, a quote here. Dr. Maggie Adderin Pocock, or maybe it's Poco, I don't know, uh, co-presenter of BBC's Sky at Night program, told BBC News, it's quite mind-boggling. It has the potential to turn physics on its head. That's interesting. That would be like a, like a physics experiment to turn something on its head. Mm -hmm. um, but we have a number of mysteries that remain unsolved. And this could give us the key to the answers to solve these mysteries. Okay, cool. Could underline um, and then also will never be followed up on. It's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, does anybody remember Game Genie? It was this thing that like you could... For Nintendo, it was like a <laughs> yes. it was like a condom for for Nintendo games, <laughs> yeah. where it would like stick into the Nintendo, and then you would shove that thing into your Nintendo machine, yeah. and it would give you like codes that you didn't necessarily have, yeah. Mm -hmm. And they would sort of break the world of the game. Exactly, like you playing a racing game, and then it's like you can just fly or whatever. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you have Game Genie now, right? So look that up if you're interested. But what I'm trying to make the parallel comparison here is I see like where you're going with this. This this fifth force is like Game Genie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It will These flip on particles. Yeah, it will flip everything on its head, and yeah, it's uh, going to give us all the cheat codes. It's going to give us unlimited ammo and guns. Yep, yeah, there you go. So we, uh, I'm going to actually type up the memo now to our science desk. I don't know if you can hear me typing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, science desk, um, look into Muon G2. So 
there we go. Okay, so the science desk of uh, Blue Man Group. Ron was typing be... into a just it's just a keyboard and it's hardwired into a matrix printer a couple yes. of rooms down and it just yeah. prints everything he types out. It's really impressive. Yeah. It is, yeah. and it's something and... we got in an estate sale. Um, it's from 1972. <laughs> yeah, it's a. Uh... Um, Van Var Bush actually did the uh, coding of it. It's an early like uh, uh, cybernetic telex machine yeah. um, connected to some pretty hyper real uh, uh, destinations. Okay, so let's uh, <laughs> let's move along. We are uh, sent that off to the science desk. They're going to be researching that. Um, so we're so actually... far, what do we got? Two stories here that we're sort of ho hum about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're and we're kind of upset. You know, we feel we've been misled. We've been kind of confronted with the dark side of the world the mental health crisis unfolding um and these kinds of uh, strange uh claims by what seem to be pranksterish scientists yeah, yeah and 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 just let it be known to listener that we are like professional news readers and gatherers and yeah. we are like sitting here day and night just like reading all this stuff like going through it looking up names trying to figure out what is going on and we're yeah. just I think we're we're reaching a point where we're just saying like, what is going on? What is happening? And you know enough what? Is enough. This is these, some of these stories sound kind of frivolous, except for maybe the muon god particles story. But these are we always do our best to bring you the most pressing, urgent news stories of the week. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. this is the you know this is the cream of the crop every week. This week it feels a little weak. I feel it like it does. Maybe they just didn't have enough, you know, good not stories. Maybe news, not enough yeah. interesting things happened in the world this week. But this is what? the best that we're getting. And we're really, you know, I'm angry. puzzling. Yeah, it's it's yeah. I'm, I'm a little frustrated. All right. Here here's one to uh maybe make it up for you, John. I don't know. I I'm not I'm not putting it in stone, you know. I'm just saying, like, tell me what you think of this one. Headline. Hit, hit me with it. Headline. Secrets of Gorilla Communication Laid Bare. Come on. Okay. Yeah. So I'm already I'm, skeptical, yeah. but you read the headline and you're like, oh, yeah, that's pretty interesting. I want to know. I, I, how I, do they I want to know how they do it. But then he goes, it gets into here. The bigger a male gorilla, the better he is at beating his chest <laughs> to signal to friends and foe just how powerful he is. Scientists have Scientists confirmed. have just confirmed this. Um, it turns out that the scientist is my six-year-old cousin yeah. um, who just watched a video about gorillas. Turned on Animal Planet for an afternoon. Yeah. The bigger the a gorilla is, the stronger the gorilla is. <laughs> the Scientists have confirmed that gorillas actually do the number one most cliche thing they do in cartoons. <laughs> yeah. uh, the, the, the article Science goes on to say, confirmed. the impressive drumming sound is, as suspected, a measure of size and strength <laughs> a new study shows. What the hell? This is just like I going knew through well-established things. Yeah, exactly. Going through well-established facts of nature. I mean, like, let's prove this thing we already know so we can have like a breaking headline. Gentlemen, let's prove the sky is blue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so Scientists have discovered that the oven is hot by using <laughs> their hands on top of it after making some tea. Um, <laughs> Edward Wright of the Max, Max Planck Institute for Evolutionary Anthropology in Leipzig, Germany says, for a long time now, we've assumed it's some kind of showing off of how powerful they are. And they do this towards males and females. Oh hmm. my God. Incredible. Towards males to say, look, I'm big and strong. Don't mess with me. And to the females, look, I'm pretty big and strong. Maybe you want to choose me as a mate. <laughs> Yeah, that's called like uh, natural selection in the uh, animal world. I, yeah, I, I feel like there have been researchers that have, because uh, I feel like I read about this in like a kid's book about, about yeah. animals. Yeah, yeah, like 30 years ago. National Geographic Kids, <laughs> the, the issue about gorillas, I think opens up with the fact that gorillas beat their chest to show off how strong they are. So anyway, there's like, I'm there's, angry. Yeah, there, it, yeah, there's got to be is... like so much clip art out there of like uh, <laughs> uh, gorillas. gorillas doing that. This is honestly, it's condescending. This is from like BBC Science Desk. Yeah, it is. I'm, I'm upset. I feel talked down to by the BBC. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm PO'd. Male, gor male gorillas learn chest beating from an early age, practicing the skill as they grow up. Oh, um, insightful. Insightful. 
they these are an honest signal of body size in other words male gorillas can't fake it okay well that's cool um <laughs> that's a fun one i think unlike we also cats have... which puff themselves up to look bigger than they actually are <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're looking into that though it's not we're yeah, not it's sure not confirmed that, yeah. yeah uh i i think i could be like a gorilla researcher now like uh not to not to downplay uh coco no. and um mm, that the the coco's mother uh right. <laughs> his name is mrs is coco name. Yeah. But yeah, gorillas like at this point I feel like gorillas are writing novellas already. Like <laughs> like we're we we've been yeah. communicating with them. Yeah. We know what they want. We know what they think. Yeah. There's a video of like Coco the gorilla like finding out that Robin Williams is dead and then yeah. she, like opines and like she writes makes a poem comments about on like it. Yeah, she yeah. like comments on like human nature. Yeah, yeah, she wrote so, like she wrote was basically like a haiku, a gorilla haiku <laughs> about Robin Williams' Robin. death. Yeah. And we're and we're spot. like we're analyzing like the most facile kind of like basic <laughs> things. It's kind of like I could be a gorilla researcher and be like, I've I've actually proven that the the poo comes out of the butt. <laughs> exactly. That's literally, that's basically the kind of work they're doing. The researchers quote: the researchers came up with their conclusions by measuring the body size of male gorillas from photographs, and that's <laughs> yeah, they compared good. them. <laughs> Good. They are looking at photographs. That's good. I'm happy that they're looking at photographs. I too have been looking at photographs of gorillas, and I have made my some, conclusion some, is smart. yeah some conclusions I've made as well are uh, that they're very large. I uh, concur. We should peer review this uh, this this uh, article. Yeah. yeah. This is like a group of like yeah like ten year olds being like my I I'm positing the hypothesis that gorillas are big, and then the, the other ten year old gets a hold of it and goes I concur. The wider the back, the deeper the chest beats. Okay, that makes sense. I get that. Yeah. Uh, it's like the bigger the stereo, the louder it's going to be as well. Like <laughs> yeah. that's, it's like a, I can make these, these kinds of conclusions we because I'm a gorilla researcher. And we can right. ask the gorillas at this point, I feel. I think the technology <laughs> is there and like the the work has been put in to yeah, right. make that happen. <laughs> and we'll get like really deep information too, probably yeah. like, well, Devin, I'm glad you asked how I'm feeling as a silverback gorilla. <laughs> yeah, uh, because what Jane saying, Goodall was doing. In Jane Africa. Goodall, that's it. Yes. They're simplifying it down to this basic thing. It's like, oh, they do it to demonstrate how big they are. But for the gorillas themselves, they might have this cultural reason why they do it. You know they might uh, they might put it in different terms, and I think Dev, it's worth hearing from them. You're starting to sound like a gorilla researcher. <laughs> so well, you're, I, you know you're, you're talking to, about. You're starting to sound like a breaking like uh, experimental <laughs> I, gorilla researcher. Yeah, I dabble. Yeah. I don't see you measuring photographs or anything. Yeah. You're like making abstract statements based on like I'm more theoretical like a, applications. A continental school of gorillas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're an oh my philosopher. god. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> All right. Well, the gorillas seem to be uh, outsmarting the researchers, which is cool. That's a good well, way to frame it. Um, I yeah. would like to see somebody send these ape researchers maybe like a YouTube link to Coco the gorilla, like I giving know. a speech to the UN. Yeah, yeah we, we and see yeah. what they think about that. Yeah, we 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 should we should introduce these gorilla researchers to Coco. Yeah, their minds blow their mind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. Um, any gorilla researchers would like to get in contact, you can. Uh, please send us a message. Uh, we prefer letters, and you can send those to our P.O. Box. P.O. Box 21249, Detroit, Michigan, 48221. All right, so that takes us to our last segment here on the show. The hero, hero, hero of the week. Of the week. Do you want to intro this one, Ron? Yeah. <laughs> I hope this is a good story because I'm honestly, I'm sour after all. I know. Those I, know. I don't have much stories. hope left. I feel like I need something to lift me up, something to make me feel there's, there, there is a God out there mm -hmm. shining down on us. There is there hope isn't. in this world. Yeah. I would like this story to give me, I would like to leave the studio this morning with a spring in my step. I hope the story can just reverse all of the horrible bad news we just went through. All right, well, let me just go through the I'm I've got like six other ones that you won't like, so let's Ron's go through sweating. the ones that you would like. He's wiping his brow with old stories he can't use. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. You're going to like this one. 
baby born with three penises makes medical history. Oh, oh. yes. That's yes. A, a wave of relief is washing. Finally, some good news. Good things come in threes. An Iraqi boy, no doubt, etched his name into the phallic hall of fame. <laughs> What? That's actually in uh, Iceland, I think. There's that like, penis museum. Oh, yeah. um, phallic Hall of Fame after he was born with a whopping trio of penises. Damn. This is, uh, this is from That's... the New York Post, by the way. So th this is like, we know that it's good, like, uh, you know, humorous. It's, uh, it's good smut. Journalism. Yeah. They've got some yeah. good flavor text in this one. Exactly. Uh, so here's a quote. Uh, to the best of our knowledge, this is the first reported case with three penises or triphalia, wrote Dr. Shakir Salim Jubali uh, in a study on the treble-membered tyke published in the International <laughs> Journal of Surgery Case wow. Reports. Oh, my um, gosh. I like to imagine that this quote, to our best of our knowledge, this is the first reported case, wrote Dr. Shakir Salim Jubali. He said jealously. <laughs> with, with a quiver in his voice he, whis we, he whispered jealously <laughs> we've never seen anything like it <laughs> yeah. um, the baby boy occurred from Duoc was originally brought to the hospital by his parents when he was three months old due to the swelling in the scrotum however when he arrived doctors observed that he had some extras um, one two centimeter member sprouting near the root of his primary penis and another one centimeter long schlong situated under his sack. Damn. <laughs> that is in the New York Post. Oh. He's got me beat. Yeah. <laughs> At least twice over. <laughs> <laughs> but this 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 young young child uh you know is a light unto the world. Uh um, yeah. um what else what else can we say about him? This here? might that be the second coming or the third. The oh Hydra, my God! The Hydra-esque anomaly was particularly <laughs> mysterious, as the child hadn't been exposed to drugs in the womb and didn't have a family history of genetic aberration. Study authors reported. So maybe it's not an aberration. Maybe it's just. Uh, you know what I think element. this is? Yeah, I. You know what I think this is? This is like. Um, you know, sometimes people like have like uh, a toothache, and it turns out that like um, their their like adult teeth are coming in too early, and it's like pushing out the baby tooth before it's dislodged. Yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. think these three penises, he's just going through, because you know how you have three penises through your life. One falls off. Yeah. The, the, the adolescent one grows. Right. And that one goes out. And then you have your adult one come in. I think they're all right. just coming in at the same time. <laughs> right. Right. It's like yeah. his wisdom teeth. Yeah. But maybe that'll happen <laughs> with all three of the penises. So then he'll keep getting new ones. Ooh, like a shark. <laughs> Listen to this. Yeah. Alas, it seems that the boy's potential future as the world's first three-pronged porn star was nipped in the bud. Whoa. Since three willies additional phalluses <laughs> didn't have urethras, the tube that urine passes through, doctors decided to surgically remove these two. Damn. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, that's that's good. I mean, whatever is best for for the health of the child ultimately. But, yeah. Uh, I, I just hope that is for medical reasons and it's not because the doctors were driven insane with jealousy. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think it's, that is the latter. <laughs> uh and then like in in you know, further down the line in this uh this young boy's life whether it's like, "Hey, are you a circumcised?" It's like uh yeah i mean of. you could say you could I've say been, that yeah i've been hacked up a bit i mean like uh <laughs> yeah got a few extras to, yeah but this yeah, is yeah i'm streamlined down there <laughs> this is definitely weird but um the the article uh mentions double dick dude if you remember that from 2015 it was a, a reddit post about a uh person with two 10 inch long functioning penises Wow. And I believe there was a photo in the Reddit thread. You can look that up if you want. Um, but I I don't die phallic, it's called. Oh, okay, um, yeah. Instead of triphallic. So the article does talk about this. It says, despite boasting the only recorded case of triphalia, this latest case study isn't the only multi-membered kid out there. First reported in 1609, the condition diphalia or sporting a pair of penises reportedly affects one in every five to six million baby boys with around 100 recorded cases reported in literature, according to the new study. Hmm. Do you think that this could be like a situation, because this seems extremely rare. Do you think that this could be sort of like 
you know how like in the Soviet Union they would like kind of lie about how productive like their mines or their factories were? <laughs> yeah. Do you think this could be like a Kurdish like sort of like hokum where they're like, yeah. yeah, we have the most masculine babies in the world. Yeah, yeah. If we're actually yeah, yeah, we already removed them. I'm sorry, but it's the only case of, yeah. of trifalia ever. I they like were the gigantic and fully functional, but we we just had to get rid we of them. We had to cut them off. I just like Kurdish hokum. It <laughs> 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 sounds like a dish. Yeah. Um, okay, so back to uh, this double dick dude. I found out that uh, Die Phallic Dude wrote a book called My Life with Two Penises, hmm. international best selling digital book, double header. So in the cover is like two penises in a uh, um, pair of jeans. I, I think I could read that. It's probably I would not read that. that. It's 105 pages. I can read oh, that. Oh, it looks like today. Uh, I'm looking at Ron's uh, Amazon it's account free and Kindle. says, "Would you like to order it again? <laughs> Would you like to purchase the item again?" So, it looks yeah. like maybe it's on the way or you yeah. read it. <laughs> Send me your heavily marked up copy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, this is interesting. I I uh I'm I think we should be maybe paying attention to this. I don't I don't know. We we have to, to Well, put our heads together on this one i'm looking, I'm looking <laughs> forward to yeah between the three of us surely we can make some kind of sense of, of this yeah story. yeah yeah let's reenact right. it yeah <laughs> yeah well, anyway I'm let's looking forward uh, to having uh this boy on as next week's guest yes <laughs> yeah. he, he'll be next week's guest to let us know um just trying to work out a uh microphone situation for him we have <laughs> three different types of microphones he's trying and <laughs> Only one of them's working. So let's uh, move along. That was what's in the news. Thank you so much for joining us there. Um, and that, or sorry, though, no, that was the uh, hero of the week, actually. So, well, what, hero of the week is kind of an extension of what's in the news in a way. That is true. Yeah. It's kind of like a subsection thereof. Uh, right. And, and I, people have been saying that. I know. Yes, I, thereof. I, everybody has been saying that. How yeah, I know. Like, Ron has also now become a continental philosopher. Yes. Words like thereof. I say thereof. All right. Well, let's take ourselves, walk over. I see it right over there. You see it too. It's our last segment. Last week's last, numbers. Last numbers. I can't wait to hear about the numbers. I can't wait. All right, everybody. Welcome to the number zone. Um, good I'll to see your... all of you here. It's nice to have so many of you joining us. I know that a lot of people think that this week, last week's numbers is an optional segment. Nope. And they like to duck out early, kind of like, you know, study hall or whatever. But it's yep. not. You are being graded on your attendance. Oh, yep. And I'm glad that you're, you, this core group has stuck around. Me too. I'm, I'm happy and everybody, uh, everybody looks really good today. Um, last seven days. 139 downloads nice all right that's good that's nice. good yeah, yeah, yeah um, solid we're, we're staying strong um last 30 days 622 all-time downloads 2300 it's an nice. exact Ab- number excellent it feels so, like just yesterday we were we were trying to get to 1776 yeah I know. and now we're at 2300 i think that's like double 1776 maybe i don't know um, <laughs> we'll just say roughly Sure. So over, over the past six, uh, 14 days, we're up 6%. So we're still in the positives. Let's keep that going. Yeah. Uh, last week's episode, April Fools, in the first week had 69 downloads. That's funny. Oh, Cause, nice. Cause nice. That's the uh, sex number. So it's uh, it's funny that, that when that stuff happens. Um, yeah. It's the number we've decided is the funny number. Right. Yes. So I think, okay, we're doing well. Uh, again, don't forget if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, do the five star that helps, and then write something funny. If you're listening to it elsewhere, just keep it playing even on mute when you're done, mm-hmm. and then and um, tell everyone you know. Yeah, yeah. Please start a chain letter. Post it on Facebook. I'm not on Facebook, but it would be interesting to post it on Facebook if anybody could do that. Yeah, especially in groups, like just yeah. people that you wouldn't necessarily expect to be interested, just post it and just see what happens. Yeah, if yeah. there's a particular Facebook group that you're a member of, like maybe you're in a Facebook group for people with uh, diphalia, mm-hmm. um, you could post today's episode in that group because That'd it be would perfect. be relevant. Um, yeah. Or, you know. If you are in a group with uh, gorilla enthusiasts or yep. perhaps people who are perplexed by gorillas, mm-hmm. either one would work. Yeah. And, and also, like, uh, I have a feeling people are always 
there's always a post somewhere in your social feeds that's like, hey, what podcast are you listening to? Drop this one in there. It's great. Yeah. Friends love it when you recommend a podcast. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Um, excited to be back in your uh, ears next week. And I want you to uh, you know, keep your head up. And I want you to stay active. I want you to get that heart rate going. And I want that brain to be all warmed up for next week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.